Okay, okay. Can you say that with me? That's the title today. It's a... One more time. It's a... Or it all just happened by chance. That just doesn't seem to, to work as good, does it? Everything that exists just happened by chance. Or it's a... That just seems to fit. I mean, even if you don't know doodly squat about any of this I'm going to talk about, the bottom line is just using your eyeballs and getting out at night. This all happened by chance, or it's a miracle. It just seems like it's a miracle is, is the fitting uh, statement to make. Amen? But we're going to back that up big time this morning. It is a miracle. What you see in the stars and the heavens. Let's go. Let's push it, Rod. Here we go, buddy. We're flying now. It's a miracle. Come on. There we go. Thank you for that. Dimming the lights just a little bit. When I consider the heavens, the work of thy fingers, the moon, the stars, which thou hast ordained, when I look out there, I say this, what is man? You ever feel like that? When you look at the ocean, when you look out there in the heavens, who who am I? What is man that you're mindful of him? And the Son of Man, that you would visit us, that you would care for us. The heavens declare the glory of God. The firmament shows His handiwork day unto day. They're uttering speech. They're talking to us. I'm telling you, they're saying, this is a great God. I'm a great God. Okay? And night unto night, they're showing knowledge. If we want to learn, there is no speech nor language where their voice is not what? Nobody on this planet lives where they can't just lift up their head and see and go, it's a miracle. It's a miracle. Okay? So that's what this is saying. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. To think about the stars and the sun and the universe, this is like, wow, this is just too big for my head. It's high. I can't attain unto it. Where shall I go from your spirit, God? Where shall I flee from your presence? If I ascend up to heaven, you're there. Man, if I make my bed in the grave, you're there. God, you're everywhere. If I take the wings of the morning, I dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea. Even there shall thy hand lead me. Thy right hand shall hold me. If I say, surely the darkness shall cover me, even the night shall be light about me. Yea, the darkness hides not from you. But the, but the night shines as the day. The darkness and the light are both alike to you. We get scared of the dark. He doesn't. Aren't you glad? Amen. For thou hast possessed my reins. You've covered me in my mother's womb. I will praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your what? Works. And that my soul knows right well. When I really think about it, oh, it all happened by chance, or it's a miracle. My soul knows. There's something inside of every person that can say, man, this just didn't happen. Amen? There is a God. I am awfully small down here, and something is awfully big up there. I want to find out who he is. Amen? We're that excuse, the Bible says. He heals the broken in heart. He binds up their wounds. He tells the number of the what? We're going to talk about that today. He calls them all by their what? Now, remember that when we put some numbers up on the screen in a little bit. Great is our Lord and of great power. His understanding is what? We need to realize that because so often the troubles in our life, the pain in our life, we think God doesn't see, God doesn't know, God doesn't understand. But listen, Jack, 
He named all the stars. He knows every one of them by name. But no, 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 he doesn't know your mess. Are you kidding me? Come on. So understanding this is going to help you understand you better and have a confidence in the Lord. This is all a miracle. Keep looking. So let's talk about the stars a little bit. I love this, even though it's not the most comfortable subject for me because I don't know it all on this one and I don't know it all on much. But I feel better when I got just the Bible. Amen. I can just show you. There are so many, many stars, yet there is so much, much more what? Now, keep that in mind. There's many, many, many stars, but there's so much more what? Space. Here's an example of how much space there is compared to stars. If you put three grains of tiny sand in a huge cathedral, just imagine a huge cathedral, it would be more closely packed with sand than space is with stars. Did you get that? That's big. That's a lot of space up there, isn't it? Scientists estimate, that's why I don't know, you know, you, go to, you just trust these guys that they're estimating the numbers correctly. Okay? Scientists estimate that there are over 10 to the 26 power stars in the universe. How many stars is that? That's this many stars. How many stars is that? Pop it up. It's that many stars right there. It is a 1 plus 26 zeros on the end. That's pretty big, ain't it? Say, That's a lot of stars. Y'all got that yes or no? So say it with me. That's 1 with how many zeros? 26. Let's do it again. That's a 1 with 26 zeros. That's how many stars in the universe. Scientists estimate. A lot of stars. And he knows them all by name. And each star, how many? One with how many zeros? Every one is unique. Every one is different. Just like a snowflake. Just like your thumbprint. Just like the retina in your eye. But all this just happened by chance. No two alike. How can someone believe that we don't have a creator? It's because they don't hear this. They're being fed a bunch of bull. Y'all listening? You hear this kind of stuff. You can't, how do you stand? You want to fall down is what you want to do. And worship the Lord. Keep looking. Our galaxy, the Milky Way, is made up of over 200 billion stars. Now, they ain't near as many as that big old long number we gave. 200 billion stars spread across 150,000 light years. This is incredible. And it's over 1,000 light years thick. Stars just packed. Do the math. Let's do some math. One light year is 5.5 trillion miles. So 1,000 times 5.5 trillion miles. Did your head just about explode when I put that up there, yes or no? I lost you right there, didn't I? Get the video. Come on. Here's our solar system. Here's our little solar system right here. There we are. There we are with our little planets and everything. See it down here? There we are in this big mass. Scientists estimate that there are millions of other galaxies beside ours. 
millions. That's just mind-boggling, isn't it? Millions. And we think we know everything. How does that help you when you get full of yourself? Say. Come on. The more astronomers learn about the origin and development of the universe, the more evidence they accumulate for the God of the Bible. Who said that? Scientist Dr. Hugh Ross. Okay? The more we learn, the more the Bible is to be believed, and we can see that it's true and there is a God. That's what's happening. Now, 100 years ago, 200 years ago, I tell you what, but science today and technology, the more we learn every single day, the more the Bible is true and there's a God in heaven. Amen? He has a son. His name is Jesus. And you're going to see that more and more and more as we build this message today. It's a miracle. How can this not be a miracle? Say, are y'all with me on this? Come on, let's keep looking. Y'all going to sleep on me or not? Come on, feel like you're watching PBS, don't you? Except I'm different. I keep talking about God, right? Yeah, yeah, the Creator and Jesus. You won't hear that, that too much on them. Here we go. The sun. Let's talk about the sun a little bit. The sun's color. What's that got to do with anything? The sun's, well, it has a lot to do with a lot. I didn't know this. The sun's color. Photosynthesis releases oxygen for us to breathe. Okay, photosynthesis. We can't breathe without it. If the color of the sun were redder, photosynthetic response would be insufficient and we would die. You ever just got up in the morning and thank God for the color of the sun? Boy, I'm glad it's that color so I can live today. Isn't that crazy? Keep looking. If the color of the sun were bluer, photosynthetic response would be insufficient and we would not be able to live. Just the color. But we think, ah, it just happened. It's the exact color it needs to be so that you and I can actually breathe. I don't know, how many didn't know the sun had a thing to do with you breathing? See, isn't that crazy? The sun's distance. If the sun were further away, the earth would be too cold for stable water cycles, and we would die if it was a little bit further off. You know, I get cold where it's at sometimes. Amen? Say, come on. If the sun were closer, the earth would be too hot for stable water cycles, and there would be no life on the planet. So it's the exact color it needs to be so we can breathe. It's the exact location it needs to be so that you and I can be cold enough or warm enough. Isn't that incredible? I just happened by chance. Or it's a what? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The sun's light. If the sun's light rays were less intense, a runaway ice age would exist. The light rays are exactly the way they need to be. Otherwise, it'd be an ice age here on this planet. If the sun's light rays were more intense, a runaway greenhouse effect would exist. And I don't want to get political this morning, but I'm going to tell you something right now. I just don't believe aerosol cans and things like this is going to screw that all up up there, what he did. That's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. That's just Gary's opinion up here. You understand? Yes or no? It might not be good for us to breathe, and it might not be good for certain plants. I get all that, but I just don't believe that, you know, 
I believe that God's got things under control. You understand? He never lost control and put it into our crazy hands because we're fools down here. Y'all hear me, yes or no? Aren't you glad we're not in charge? Come on. Praise the Lord. But if we just tax people enough and they start doing enough, you know, it's all going to get bad. Are you kidding me? Sounds like a way to raise money to me, but that's my humble opinion up here. All right, let's keep looking. Keep coming with me. Here we go. It's a what? It's a miracle, man. Keep looking. Come on. The moon. Let's talk about the moon. What's the moon about? What's the moon for? I don't know. It's just up there. Look at it. There's the moon. And most of you are like me. You don't know jack squat about the moon. You heard we went there one time, but you ain't even sure about that anymore. Come on, let's keep looking. Here we go. Well, gravitational interaction with the moon. You ever heard of something called gravity? Aren't you glad that your, your feet stay on the ground? You know, just go, whoa, where'd you go? There she goes. Come back, mama. Aren't you glad? Say. You all right? Say, come on. The moon matters. If this interaction, the gravitational interaction with the moon, if this gravitational interaction were greater, tidal effects on the oceans, the atmosphere and rotational period would produce catastrophic tidal waves. That wouldn't be good for us because we're in Florida. If it was just a little different, there'd be great tidal waves. The gravitational interaction with the moon, if this interaction were less... Orbital incline or slope would cause climatic instabilities, and thus the seasons of the year would not what? Exist anymore. The seasons have to do with the moon and the gravitational uh, position and pull and all that kind of good stuff. Y'all didn't know that, did you? It must be a what? Oh, no, it just happened. The moon's just right where it's supposed to be, and we ain't flying off the planet. No, I think it's a miracle. And the seasons happen, and you can go ahead and plan on how seasons happen because of the positioning of the moon. Crazy stuff. How about Jupiter? This is interesting to me. Jupiter. Who gives a rip about Jupiter? Okay, we're Earth, all right? Who needs Jupiter? Got Earth, right? Is that how you feel? That's the honest truth, right? Why would we need Jupiter? Well, Jupiter's pretty important. Jupiter is like a giant magnet. Say magnet. It's like a giant magnet. Okay, magnets are pretty important. Magnets are in a lot of stuff, by the way, but we don't have time to get in all that stuff. But here, Jupiter is like a giant magnet that's so large that its gravity pulls what? It pulls meteors into it, which would otherwise crash right into where? And kill us all. Can we just thank the Lord for Jupiter? I just think we ought to thank the Lord for Jupiter today. Isn't that great? Giant magnet keeping us alive. You know what this tells me more and more and more and more and more and more that I matter. That God values me. And he values you. And he made you in his image and in your li- in his likeness. And he didn't want anything to happen to you. He wanted you to live forever. Because he's eternal. But because of sin, it's appointed unto man death, and we're all going to die. But God still so loved us that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever would believe in him wouldn't perish, but you could have that eternal life that he wanted you to have. Does that make the Bible different? It does to me. 
wow, you did all this for me? Yeah, Gary, I put something called Jupiter out there so meteors wouldn't hit your house this evening. That's pretty nice, God. Thank you. Amen. And I got the moon right where it is so that the waves only go so far, Gary. Because I love you. Are you hearing that kind of message from the Lord? You see how the devil steals and he kills and he destroys. But Jesus said, I'm come that you might have life. I'm all about you having life. And I want you to have life more abundantly. The more you get to know me and know that the devil's a liar. He stole off. The stars, like we talked about last week, he, he doesn't want you to know this kind of stuff today. He wants you to think it's just all an accident. It's all by chance. Something just blew up, and we're so stupid. Or maybe it's because we don't, we have such low esteem of ourselves. And we think we're just a piece of crap. Excuse me. But when you start to see the scriptures, I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And your soul wants to know that. God puts something inside of you that wants to know him. And you hear stuff like this, I think, and it just it can excite you. And it can it make you alive. Y'all hearing me today, yes or no? Make you fall in love with Jesus. And be, I'm ashamed of him. I'm not going to talk about him. You hear stuff like this, you go, hey, I'll talk about him anywhere. Amen, say I bet most people you talk to have no clue that Jupiter is a big, giant magnet keeps meteors from hitting your house. Amen? Come on. Start talking to people about some stuff like this. See what they say. It would be interesting. The earth. Now we're coming back to earth. Let's look at it a little bit. The axle tilt of the earth. You know, for years everybody thought the earth was flat, which is reasonable. If you had asked me way back when, I went, yeah, it's flat. Wouldn't you have probably said the same thing? Come on. No, it's not. And it's also tilted. You ever got a globe? You've seen a globe and the globe, it don't just sit straight up. It's sort of tilted. You notice that? Yes or no? The good globes, it's tilted. Now, the ones just for show, made out of that lapa stuff that if you spend all this money for to sit in your office or something, them, them fancy ones, they, they, sort of, they sort of just like sitting there. But the real deals are like this. The earth has a tilt to it. If this 23.5 degrees tilt did not exist, if the earth didn't have the tilt to it, temperature differences for seasons would be too what? And we wouldn't have any life on this planet. You mean, how many have ever thanked the Lord for the tilt of the earth? Probably nobody in this room. The earth's crust. Okay? Let's look at that for just a moment. If it were thicker... Too much oxygen would be transferred from the atmosphere to the crust, resulting in not enough oxygen. Therefore, you and I would die. The earth's thickness, the crust, is exactly what it's supposed to be so that oxygen can exist. And we know the oxygen, we get it from the sun. But then you've got to have the right crust on the earth to make it work for you and I so that we can live. But it just all blew up and happened. How silly is this sounding? Yes or no? Or it's a what? Absolutely. If the earth's crust were thinner, volcanoes and tectonic activity would be happening all the time, resulting in ash in the atmosphere, tidal waves, earthquakes all the time happening, preventing you and I from living on this planet. The thickness or thinness of the crust is exactly what it needs to be. 
Isn't this beautiful? Come on. The Earth's atmosphere. If water vapor levels in our atmosphere were greater, again, a runaway greenhouse effect would develop and it would prevent life. Just the right amount that we need to live. God has that for us. If water vapor levels in our atmosphere were less, rainfall would be too what? Meager, causing terrible drought. And we wouldn't be able to live. And I'm just killing you this morning, ain't I? You're going to sleep on me, aren't you? The lights are down low. Sleeping on Sunday. The Earth's oceans. We should be interested in the oceans. We live right here. Go check it out in a little bit. You have the freedom to do that today. Why not? Go down there. It's going to be a beautiful day. Why not go down there and spend some time? Give the Lord some praise today. Beautiful. It's a great thing. 71% of the earth is covered with water. Would you say that? 71% of the earth is covered with water. You can almost go ahead and say about, about three-quarters of the earth. Three-quarters of the earth is covered in water. It needs to be there. By the way, the earth is the only planet in which water can exist as a liquid on the surface. The earth is the only planet that that can happen, which gives us what? Life. We're the only planet where water can exist on the surface. Are you getting the picture that God created everything that is? And then he said, let us make man in our image, in our likeness. Genesis 1.26. And so God created man in his own image, in his own likeness. And God saw that everything in his word was what? And it was what? Good. It was good. I like this. It's all perfect. But then crazy man fell. Amen? And we've been falling ever since, ain't we? Say. How many did something stupid this week? Can I see your hand? Just something stupid this week. There you go. There you go. Stupid people. Ask who you got at Fellowship Church and say, well, you got a bunch of stupid people. And the pastor, he's, he's, he's with them. I'm glad God's God and I'm not, aren't you? The heat capacity of the oceans, the heat capacity of the oceans keep the earth's temperature at a stable level. The temperature of all this water, three-quarters of the planet almost, covered with water, it keeps us at the right temperature. God put just enough water right where it needs to be. Beautiful. We've learned a lot today. It's a what? It's a miracle. How you doing over here with the Pulitzer Prize? You doing all right? Okay. You learning anything or not really? Good. Amen. Come on. Praise the Lord. So quick facts. The precise values of the speed of light, the mass of protons compared to neutrons, the total quantity of hydrogen and helium, all apparently unconnected conditions which have controlled every detail of the universe development seem to have been exactly programmed to one reason and one end. You. But I don't matter. I don't matter to God. You see how Satan doesn't want this message to get out? If you get a hold of this, yeah, but so-and-so left me. So-and-so hurt me. This happened to me. 
Yeah, but when you've got something bigger to stand on and when Christ is your rock, you'll be sad and you'll still go through hard times in life, but your faith will not be shaken because you know that you are fearfully and wonderfully made and he's got the whole world in his hands. He's got the whole world. You remember? In his hand, and all of a sudden, you're a different. You're at a different place. You're not wanting to take your life when things happen. You're wanting to live your life, and knowing that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Greater is He that's in me. Yeah, praise the Lord. Come on, come on, come on. That's what this does for me. Yeah, this isn't an argument. Me having it with the evolutionists, they can believe whatever they want to believe. Believe the devil's lie. But I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. And it's not that I just believe the Bible. I believe the Bible. Yeah, I believe the Bible. But I also got a brain, and I believe science. I believe science that isn't based on a theology that says there's no God. I don't believe that. But I believe the facts. I believe the numbers. I believe the things that they put out. I got no problem with that. Most of this stuff is from scientists today anyway. I just don't believe this happened by chance like they do. I think that's stupid. You hear me? Yes or no? How in the world can you see all this and still keep your theology, which is there is no God? Well, I choose not to live my life like that. I choose to believe there is a God. And I believe the God of the Bible. Y'all hear how that works together? Have at it. If in the course of an experiment... A scientist produced a result against all odds this large that all these things would work together to preserve humanity. He would certainly not dismiss it as an accident. He would look for a cause. How does all this happen? How does the stars and how does the moon run where it's supposed to be and the earth's tilt and, and all this stuff and the color of the sun and the this and the that? How did it all? It, there must be a cause. It's all working together for humans to live. How's that happen? Well, you just blew up. You just came from slime. Shut up and sit down. I don't think we should shut up and sit down anymore. Amen? Or you ought to get up. Amen? Say, I don't believe that bull you're trying to push down my throat. That's pretty good stuff to me. This makes me feel good about myself. Amen? Say, it makes me feel like I got worth and value and that I matter. That I can have confidence in God? Boy, if Satan can somehow attack this, he can defeat me. But if I can really get a handle on this, I can really be victorious. Amen? So that's why this is important to us. If in the course of, now who said all this? A British author and broadcaster and journalist over in England is the one who said that he would look for a cause. Keep looking. We must admit, and we're going to push it now, we must admit it's a what? It's a miracle. Now, Rod, we're not done yet, right? You're worried about me. I see you back there. Keep looking. Come on. It's a miracle of God or it's a miracle of what? Chance. It's up to you. Just the fact, and guys, I'm, I'm nothing. I'm a guy who can pull out a computer and get some stuff or read somebody and put a, a message together. There's so much more information that you can get. And you've you got to come up to the, to the deal. It's a miracle of God or it's a miracle of what? Chance. And the more I just look, and I'm thankful for the computer. With the computer comes a lot of mess. I agree with that. But with that computer also comes a lot of facts. 
that are at your fingertips, baby. Amen? And I tell you what, I believe we got the devil on the run in some of this stuff. I'm going to tell you the truth. Amen? And it really helps my faith. Keep looking. To believe that our universe was designed by God requires what? It does require faith, but it's not an unreasonable faith. With the scientific facts I put on the screen today, it's not unreasonable for you to say, this is a miracle. To me, it's unreasonable for you to say, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a, it takes more faith to believe that this all just happened by chance than it does to believe that this is a miracle of God. So God does require faith of us, but it, he said, if you'll just have faith the size of a grain of a mustard seed, Jack, come on. Just open your eyes and look. He said in Romans, just start looking. You're without excuse. Now I understand better why he said faith just needs to be small. It doesn't take but a small amount to open your eyeballs. Like we've been doing this, what, for about 25, 30 minutes this morning. And I think we've made a pretty good case. And I know you're Christian people and you're church people, but some of you might not be. or You, you know, you've got your own background and where you came from. Well, just, I still believe you're going to have a hard time arguing with me today. The invisible things of Him, of God, from the creation of the world, they're clearly seen. They're be, being understood by the things that are what? Well, I don't know about God. Well, look at the stuff that He made. Just look at the stuff that's out there and some of the facts. And you're going to see His eternal power. And you're going to start to see His Godhead that... that and you're going to be without excuse. But because that when they knew God, yeah, I know the facts. I know the facts. I know there must be a God. But see, but when they knew God, they didn't glorify Him as God. And they didn't give Him the credit. But instead they said there can't be a God. Or they created a God of their own imagination instead of the God of the Bible. So they glorified Him not as God, and they were not what? See, we ought to be thankful for the tilt of the earth. We ought to be thankful for the color of the sun. Lord, to be thankful for the moon. Thank you, Lord, for the moon. And when you hear somebody ever say Jupiter, you go, Oh, I'm glad for Jupiter. It's a big old magnet. Things ain't hitting my house tonight. But see, when we're not thankful and we don't glorify God, we become what? Vain in our what? Well, you know, there can't be a God, and God couldn't have done this. So you know what I really think happened? I think something blew up one day. Yeah, it did. I bet it did. It blew up, and maybe slime was everywhere, and it crawled up on the side of a tree. Yeah, it grew. Its tail fell off because I don't have a tail anymore. Well, I got one, but it don't look like that. Excuse me. And we become vain in our imaginations, and when we start examining this stuff, it is kooky. Y'all listening or not? I'm sorry. Here we go. And their foolish heart was what? Darkened. Professing themselves to be what? I know it all. I'm, I'm smarter than you. Mm, they became what? Fools. And they changed the glory of an uncorruptible God into an image made like the man. Or something crazier than that. Birds, four-footed beasts, and creeping things. God will leave us to our own devices of our own will, and he'll let us make a mess, he'll let us make a mockery, he'll let us make a religion that's the dumbest thing on the planet. People worship the craziest things when all they really got to do is go out and look. Y'all hear me? Come on. 
To believe that our universe happened by chance is unreasonable. And I believe it requires more faith. Amen? How many of you didn't grow up as a Christian, but you still believe that there was a God, or you believe that somebody made all this stuff? Can I see your hand? You didn't grow up as a Christian, but you still believe that this stuff didn't just blow up. What I'm saying is there's something inside of it. Even though we're not growing up in a Christian home, there's something there that says, no, hold on a minute. Something inside of us that goes, no, no, hang on. So this isn't just a bunch of uh, brainwashing from the Bible that we're doing today. Matter of fact, we had a few scriptures up the other day. Most of this was science stuff today. Yes or no? Absolutely. If we decide that the first life to occur was a self-replicating cell, the probability of spontaneous production of just the 200 enzymes needed for such a single cell has been calculated to one in the 40,000th power. Just for one cell to have the 200 enzymes that it needs, that it just happened by chance, it would be chances of ten to the, 1 in 10 to the 40,000th power. British astronomer Sir Fred Hoyle. Crazy stuff. I love this. I've used it before. The chance then that higher life forms have emerged in this way is comparable to the chance that a tornado sweeping through a junkyard might assemble a Boeing 747 from the materials in the junkyard. Yeah, it's crazy. It blows through the junkyard. Let's, let's, let's do an example. Here's the tornado. Here's the tornado. We're in Kansas. This is Kansas. Boom. Bang. There's the junkyard. And boom. Shazam. No one would believe this. That is one single cell for just one cell to produce with the 200 enzymes. Look at that. Crazy. Tornado. Boom. Nothing. But beautiful. We believe in beauty from ashes, but we don't believe it that way. Amen? By the way, a Boeing 747 has 4,500,000 parts. Is that right? 4,500,000 parts arranged in intricate design for flight. Remember that. A Boeing 747 has 4,500,000 500,000 parts is designed in that airplane. Keep looking. One typical human cell, just one, contains several billion molecules. Protons, DNA, RNA, arranged what? Perfectly in a design to sustain the cell for life. That's just one cell. Keep looking. The human brain has 12 billion cells. That's not your whole body. We're just talking the brain. And for this junkyard thing to happen, we were just talking one cell. And we didn't believe that could happen. But somehow we believe 12 billion cells in your brain could have just happened by chance. The brain is perhaps the most complex and orderly arrangement of matter in the entire universe. The human brain. People aren't just making brains. Have you noticed that lately? Yes or no? Say. Our bodies have more than 12 million nerve cells. 
If I'm getting on your nerves, I should. You got 12 million of them. Good grief. Here we go. <laughs> That's a good answer when someone says that to you. You're getting on my nerves. Well, I should. You got 12 million of them. I'm not perfect, okay? Our bodies have more than 12 million nerve cells that are linked to each other by more than 10 million million connectors. My head's about to pop. I just want to go to Cracker Barrel. (laughs) Don't you just have a cup of coffee? Calm down. Stuff yourself. Then go lay in the beach. But anyway, let's keep going. Here we go. (laughs) In the absence of any other proof, and here's what one great scientist said, in the absence of any other proof, forget it, Clark, all this stuff you put on the screen today, in the absence of any other proof, the thumb alone would convince me of God's existence. What numb skull said that? Sir Isaac Newton. It's a what? It's a miracle, guys. And, Roger, I think we'll finish with a fast finish of quotes. Can we do it? Let's try it. Yeah, let's go for it. I'm religiously bound not to alter one jot or tittle of what hath pleased God to write down in nature. Kepler. These are names that you should know if you're a science person. The more I study, the more I'm amazed at the Creator. Pasteur. These are people that we hold in high esteem. For their studies in science and biology and astronomy and all these things. My greatest discovery was not chloroform, but to discover that I'm a sinner and that I can be saved by the grace of God. Dr. James Simpson. Amen. Come on, we ought to say that. Come on, praise the Lord. Amen. But we'd be led to believe that great scientists don't believe this. How many, when you hear about some 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 artifact they found like like 50 billion years ago or something. You read about a little bone or something. You read that and you go, that's crazy. Can me say that? You ever feel like that? Yes or no? Sort of kooky. That's kooky right there. That's the immediate response I have. When I hear some of the crazy stuff that people say, I'm glad the Spirit's alive in me and working and I've got a brain that I can still figure out that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. Amen? God wrote the universe in the language of mathematics. Galileo. That's crazy. That's a statement, isn't it? The language of mathematics. See, you can understand the universe. And we did a lot of math today, didn't we, with it? Who did that? God did. Though tried and condemned for heresy by the Roman Catholic Church, Galileo remained convinced that his work glorified who? God. Glorified God. I'm all for science. I love it. It's beautiful. It's fantastic. It's fantastic. And to see the things we've done today has been beautiful. I love that. But to know that God did it. This most beautiful system of sun, planets, and comets could only proceed from the counsel and dominion of an intelligent and powerful being. This being governs all, governs all things, not as the soul of the world, but Lord over all. Sir Isaac Newton again. Amen. Come on. I love that guy. He's incredible. It's a miracle. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. If you'll put your faith in the Lord, 
you'll see things you've never seen. You'll start to live a life. You'll start to see, like we've talked about today, the stars, the moon, the planet. You'll think about your cells, your nerve endings. Wow, what a great God we have. Amen? Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the Word of God. God spoke it. How do you come to that conclusion, Clark? By faith. I can choose not to believe that. I choose to believe that. But science, I think, is on my side. So that the things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. You mean things out there were not made of something else? No, God made them. And they exist the way they exist because God spoke it into existence and there they are. They've been doing it the whole time. Well, you're a kook. Call me a kook. I don't care. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. For he that comes to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. This doesn't mean you're going to get rich, guys. This means you're going to get knowledge. You're going to get understanding. He's going to reward you. When you start to believe in him, you're going to start to know I matter. He cares for me. And the beauty at the end of that rainbow is his son, Jesus. Wow, you love me so much you would give your son for me. But all this sort of works together to get you there. Amen? For by grace you saved through faith. Faith, there again, that not of your what? You can't get saved by yourself, man. You can't figure all this stuff out by yourself. I mean, to know all this and to think it just happened by chance. That's, that's goofiness. For by grace you saved. This is all a what? Are we done, Raj? Come on, let's praise the Lord. We're done. Boom! Amen! Are you awake? I worry about you.